gentlemen, to the inaugural episode of the Woodhaven Wired podcast. We are thrilled to delve into all the exciting developments at Woodhaven Country Club and beyond. Our mission with this podcast is to keep you well informed of what's going on at Woodhaven and to showcase the warm and welcoming atmosphere of the friendliest club in town. I'm your host, T. Gridge, the owner of Tau Grace Marketing, who handles the marketing efforts for Woodhaven. I'm also a longstanding member of the golf profession. Joining me today are two distinguished guests, Woodhaven's own Richard Schmidt and the third generation owner of Woodhaven Country Club, Chance McGuire. Again, today's goal is to discuss the history of Woodhaven Country Club and what makes Woodhaven so unique. Gentlemen, welcome and how are we doing? Doing great, man. Thanks for having us out. Uh, this, hey, I, this is something that I've been just kind of jacked up to do. Uh, we've been talking about this with the management over at Woodhaven, and I'm really glad to kind of get this off the ground. I really think your members are going to really enjoy what we have in store for them here today. Looking forward to it. All right, so Chance, let, let's start with you here. Um, we're going to dive into kind of the history of Woodhaven. So tell me about your family and how Woodhaven got started. Okay. Um, well, it started with my grandparents, uh, Ray and Florence Bischoff, and uh, they were uh, social folks and uh, really did a lot of uh, church dances and barn dances and things of that nature, and they decided to start a club. So in 1952, they started uh, Wildwood Country Club, which is right across from Woodhaven Country wow, Club. Wow, okay. And... Um, it didn't go exactly like they, they had planned, and so they sold that in 1957, and at the same year, started building uh, Woodhaven Country Club. So okay. uh, that's how it got started, and they ran it for years and years. And then uh, my mother, Shirley McGuire, and my father, Stanley McGuire, uh, ended up taking over uh, somewhere in the, the late 70s, I believe it was. And they ran it for years and years. And then uh, my brother and I came on in the early 90s. And um, we I've been there ever since. So, so so your grandparents built the course, built the club, built everything. Built everything. And yes, they built indeed. Wildwood. And they built Wildwood. I had no idea. That's, yes. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. And, and they, had, they didn't even play golf. I have no idea really why they started other than for, you know, to – it was a big deal to have uh, social functions and, and family for them. And so Country Club is the direction they went with. Well, it makes a ton of sense. So Richard is a long-term long mentor of mine. I worked under Richard for, for several years. And I know when, when we were in the golf business together, Woodhaven was one of those things like, what are they doing over there? Like, why are they so successful? It's kind of the secret sauce. We could never figure out how you guys just killed it the entire time. And it was, you knew who you were. And it was just, the membership was constantly packed. Everybody was constantly happy. We were always trying to emulate what you guys did, but could never figure it out. I mean, you could speak to that, right? Right, Richard? Amen. And, uh, the social buzz in town was always uh, at, at the top of the charts. And uh, I know there's a long history there that, you know, uh, started way back when, you know, our pool now, our family pool, we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, the vision that, uh, that Chance's grandfather had to build that type of family pool at that time, 1957. Right. And it's still today one of the coolest uh, and, and safest you know, friendliest pools in town, um, and, and it's just amazing what he did back in that day. 
so Richard, now that you're kind of behind the scenes, and and you know, I should mention you've had some other pretty lucrative offers at some other prestigious clubs, and you've turned them down to stay at Woodhaven. You know, now that you're kind of behind the scenes, what's what's the secret sauce? Well, it really starts with family, and that's you know uh, being a part of uh, more than just a club. Um, it really is every day you feel like you're a family member there. We try to treat our members like they're family members. Um, and the history is just so unique. Um, you know, we don't have to uh, deal with boards of directors and, and people telling us, well, this is the way we've always done it at our club, right? Right. And so we like to think outside the box when Chance and I got together, you know, some six, seven years ago and started talking about a collaboration. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we just hit it off immediately because our thoughts were always, what can we do bigger, better, and, and really – shake up the country club yep. world you know yeah. we don't want to be the same old thing the same model and i think that that's why we've been so successful that's why chances uh, brought the club to where it is today well, and that was my next question i mean chance you've really brought woodhaven to a whole new level um tell us how it evolved into the club that we know today well uh when i got there uh, about 30 31 years ago um it we hadn't reinvested a lot of money into the club at the time and uh it was a, a bit dilapidated and instantly we knew that we we needed to start reinvesting in the club and you know we we borrowed some money and um the first thing that we did uh, as richard mentioned our, our pools uh we really wanted to make those shine and um so we knocked out one of the walls of the building and created um a more open area and uh, created the the Woodhaven Cabana. And um, that really took off mm-hmm. uh, back in probably 95, 96. And um, my brother and I just decided, you know, the one thing that we really wanted to do, as Richard's always already mentioned, uh, we wanted to improve every single year in every single way. And uh, that was really the start of how it got going. And then... Um, you know, a little bit later, we uh, decided we, at the time we had only had one bar that uh, took care of everybody, the right. members and the guests. Right. So if we had a wedding or an event or something like that, it was one bar. And you might have been at a wedding standing on one side and I was just finishing up around standing on the other side. So we wanted to create another bar just for the membership. Sure. And uh, we created the lounge. And, um, and, and membership started to really grow and grow. And um, then we added another area because uh, we were expanding and, and the membership just kept growing. So we uh, built a patio, a waterfall patio. And uh, that's been a huge asset yeah. for us as well. The membership loves it. Uh, we've got two nice waterfalls outside of there. And uh, uh, now uh, we need all of that space, including the cabana, which is closed in mm-hmm. right now in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Uh, for all of our big events, and uh, it's worked out great for us. Man, what you guys have done on the social side, and what I keep hearing here is reinvest. So I'm, I'm hearing that you know you're taking what you guys make and you're reinvesting in the club to make it better. And maybe 100%. that's part of the secret, right? The other thing I keep hearing, it's all social-based. Yeah, you know, really there's, not a, there's not a whole lot. Normally you talk about country clubs, you're like, well, we're going to do this to the bunkers or we're going to reinvest here or that. Right. It, it sounds like a lot of this has been social-focused. Well, it absolutely has. Um, the, the, the best thing about Woodhaven always has been the membership. 
You know, when my grandfather started it, he didn't want to have a, a pretentious club. He wanted it to be a fun family place where everybody could gather with their family and friends and hang out. And uh, that the the membership, you walk in, you know, at some clubs, uh, it's it's a little uppity. You know, you walk sure. in and people are kind it's of a little like, stuffy. Who's mm-hmm. who's who's the uh, new guy? No you know, doubt. Who is that? No doubt. And uh, at Woodhaven, when you walk in, it's like. Hey, how's it going? What's mm-hmm. your name? I haven't mm-hmm. met you before. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just a totally different atmosphere. Right. And uh, we love people. We care about people. And, and it, it shines through. Now, what, what's the membership look like these days? Is there still a waiting list? There is a waiting list. Uh, what are we, probably three years, two to three years uh, on the golf membership, uh, which we're blessed to have that. Um, that's trying, unbelievable. Trying to get people in. You know, it's not our nature, really, to turn people away from membership. Sure. Uh, we want everybody to be able to get in. Uh, just don't have room right now. So, Richard, when you came over, I know the golf side was a focus of yours. Um, you wanted to kind of improve what, what was being done on the tournament side and the golf course, and it was kind of a big focus. What have you been able to accomplish on that side since you've been at Woodhaven? Well, certainly the uh, perception in town, right, in the golf community was that Woodhaven was just a social club. Right. And the golf course, as we say, is never going to be Valhalla, but we know that it's a, a great course for all skill levels to play. Um, it challenges the scratch golfers. It, it's fun for the beginners. Um, you know, the, the faci- extra facilities that we have, like the driving range, the par three course, uh, and now we've added Wits End, which is an amazing 18 mm-hmm. hole putting mm-hmm. course. Uh, it just lends to everybody to come together, right? From beginners to uh, club champions and, and enjoy the game of golf. And what we really needed as I got there six years ago, um, you know, was a, a young, a vibrant energy in the golf shop, leading the golf shop. And we were blessed enough to uh, uh, bring on Miles Mahan, yep. our, our head golf professional. And he's been uh, just, you know, a blessing for us. And it really has energized the golf programs. And, and we've done things again kind of out of the box you know in tournaments and we're always trying to engage the the members with different things that they can participate in golf wise and every tournament's a sellout every year it seems like we're you know we're oh last year we had 120 players and we got 140 this year right right. you know and we're just that's what we want the atmosphere that we can create right on the golf course in the cabana at the pool you know, we, we have a saying that we've been on vacation since 1957, mm-hmm. and that's what we live by. You know, we want that resort-type feel. We want members to come in, and, and they, they want to be at the club enjoying themselves. And, and it's, it's been incredible. And, you know, now we're adding some fun things like the Barstool Classic, and I don't want to get on, you know, to yeah, that golf train too pretty much. Pretty cool. Um, but, you know, people are, are certainly uh, – uh, have their eyes on Woodhaven, and that's that's means a lot. To I'm us. hoping that barstool thing may be a, a topic in the future, so we we right, won't dive into right. that too deep. But you did mention Whitson Putting Course, and one thing that's been obvious at Woodhaven is you guys are always ahead of the curve, cutting edge. Whether it's simulators, what whatever it may be, you guys were doing that before anybody was even thinking of it in a club, right? right. Um, talk to me about Whitson. What's the vision there? Uh, basically, uh, you know, we, we wanted to be one of the first uh, again to to offer something that everybody can do. Right, Top Golf was was a, a, yeah. a hot topic coming right. to town. Um, you got some of these other small, uh, you know, putting type uh, 
establishments, Putt Shack and Pop Stroke yep. with Tiger Woods. Right. Um, and we just felt we had the uh, opportunity to really get in front of that. And um, putting is something that everybody can do, right? Yeah. Even when you go to Top Golf, you've, you've got to grip the club, swing mm-hmm. the club, and get the ball in the air yep. to have some fun. That's a good point. Not everybody can do that. Yeah. But everybody can grab a putter and roll a putt. Agreed. And we, uh, we wanted to make the, the coolest, funnest, biggest, baddest putting green uh, in the state of Kentucky. And I think uh, that's what we did. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Chance, was that something you've been behind the whole time? Oh, 100%. Yeah, Miles uh, was um, – a big piece in it, too. Okay. He had played on one uh, down in Florida, and uh, he was he was a big behind the idea as well. So, I, I mean, what's next? I mean, you guys are always innovating, right? And, and whether whether it's the, the cool golf carts or the or the Whitson putting. And, again, like I said, the, the first time I'd ever seen simulators in an actual country club where you can go in and, and reserve bays and do that during the winter, I mean, you guys are always ahead of the curve. Yeah, if we tell you that, we'd have to kill you. Well, that's, right. that's it, right? You can't give away the secret sauce. I mean, right. there's, there's got to be something up the sleeve that's coming next. But There and, is. And, and that's just it. I mean, you, I think your members know that, right? I think they trust you guys. So, Chance, that's kind of my next question. Um, to me, from, from kind of the outside looking in, one of the things you've done really well at Woodhaven is hired really good management been really good managers there, people that have really done really well, whether it's on the wedding side, whether it's on the golf side, whether it's it's Richard, I, whatever it may be, the managers have been really, really impressive at Woodhaven. Indeed they have. We, uh, you know, we like to hire good people, and um, Richard is, is a fantastic person. We hired our, our first uh, manager besides myself was Sarah Russell. Mm-hmm. Um, she was and, a rock star, uh, sure. Yes, yeah, she is a rock star, and uh, then we brought on uh, Richard and and we just brought on two new rock stars, uh, and uh, they're good people. They want to do well. They're in the hospitality business because they love it. They yep. love taking care of people, and uh, it just it's it's easy after that. Yeah, it, 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 right. You have the right people in the right places. It does mm-hmm. make it easy, and you can trust them. And and it sounds like you know you, both you guys might be slowing down at some point. I I tell you, the golf industry is dust till dawn, right? You're there all day long, especially right. when you guys when you have the night atmosphere. You know, it reminds, it reminds me a little bit of my family back in the day. I mean, you, you start the golf at six a.m., but the nightclub's right. rocking, and you're there until right. one or two in the morning. It's just unstop. Right. You know, and, and you're living that life. So it wears over on you after a while. I mean, where do you guys stand now as far as you know, Chance? What do you see? for your future well i'll see uh constantly improving woodhaven you i know, love it that's that's what i love to do uh you know we we may at some point start to slow down but uh, I, I don't see that in the near future and uh we get some some time off now so it's not you know 24 7 seven days a week mm-hmm. 365 like mm-hmm. it like it used to be we can get some time away and uh break out for a little uh, time with the family and things of that nature and that's We've been blessed because we brought on some good people and we were able to build a team. Yeah. And, you know, Richard will tell you, uh, we take our team against any, any other team and anywhere. Amen. And uh, sure. they, you know, uh, we take care of each other. And, and really it's kind of a double-edged sword because now that Chance has got a, a nice little vacation spot to go to a little bit here in Florida – you know, he'll get rested and, and recharge his batteries, and then he comes back and he's got a big to-do list. Right. You know, all right, now right. we're going to get right. into now this. Now we're doing this. this. Yeah. But no, no, they dread when I know. come home. <laughs> so, so when we say we're slowing down, we're just thinking about new and better ideas, and, and uh, we're, we're energizing our team. You know, um, yeah, we, we've got the best team in town. 
and I think it shows. The members uh, appreciate that. Absolutely. Talk to me about outside events. That is something that's always kind of been important at Woodhaven and something you guys have done really, really well for a lot of years. Is that still a focus? Absolutely. Uh, you know, we've got uh, Carrie Guzman, who's in charge of all the uh, outside events right now, and uh, she does a wonderful job. I think we're booked up for Saturdays for the entire year, uh, and she's been booking stuff for 2025. And, uh, you know, we welcome uh, the public. You know, if you'd like to get married out of Woodhaven, bring it on. You know, uh, we've got a nice outdoor facility as well if you want to get married outside. Um, but, you know, any kind of big event, we do tons and tons of charity events, uh, lots of uh charitable outings and, mm -hmm. and things of that mm -hmm. nature so the golf outings Richard has that booked the entire season mm -hmm. uh, there's there's no dates available um, so we've been blessed in that that arena and uh, it's it's a big part of what we what we do and and that helps us with one of the core things for Woodhaven which is to to be a, a value for our membership you know doing these outside events bringing in extra revenue is one way that we get to keep our, our dues down and and the members love that I was going to ask you that because at a lot of clubs they kind of frown on the outside event things mm -hmm. um, but it seems like the membership of Woodhaven embraces it absolutely why not welcome that I yeah. mean if that's going to help you pay the bills and and keep your bills down you know one of the great things about Woodhaven too is that we don't believe in forcing people to spend money and I think we're the only club in town that I know of uh, and have heard of that uh, does not have any uh, food minimums we don't force them to to buy food uh, we believe in having good food and if you want to come out enjoy uh, we do not have any member assessments. You know, most clubs typically, uh, if you want to add a patio or if you want to add a Whitson uh, green, yeah, then, you know, sure. uh, you, you get a $10,000 yeah. bill, yep. you know. Uh, good luck with that. Absolutely. And we believe in, in managing the place properly. And if you do that, then you save properly. And when you're ready for a capital improvement, boom, you knock it out. There's a reason there's a waiting list, right, Richard? Amen. And that's, you know, kind of a, it's, as I've seen in other clubs, and we had a similar situation in Oxbor when you and I were there mm -hmm. together. Yep. You know, it's kind of a death cycle. It is. Um, you know, you want to do nice things. You want to invest in the golf course, invest in the pool, but you don't have all that money sitting right. in the bank somewhere. So you've got to go to the members and ask them for yep. uh, to, some help and assessment, right? And then – you lose members because some of them don't want to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. and, and so it's just a bad cycle that um, clubs get into. And, and there are certainly some great clubs in town that, you know, do things oh, yeah, the absolutely. right way sure. and, and they, sure, sure, and, sure. and their members love being there and can mm -hmm. afford to be there that don't get me wrong with that. But our philosophy is just totally different at Woodhaven. And, and I think that's why you see a waiting list and people really wanting to be a part of uh, the family at Woodhaven. So the golf industry as a whole has kind of had its up and downs for the last 20 years or so. But ever since COVID, the golf industry has really bounced back in a, in a major way. Have you guys seen that at Woodhaven? Absolutely. Um, it was a huge boost for us uh, to get people back um, to the golf course. The rounds went up, I think, uh, that year right after COVID or uh, the year including COVID. We went up probably 25% in rounds of golf. Um, and it's it's stuck around. Um, you know, we're we're busy all the time. Um, we we watch our membership levels. That's why we have a waiting list yep. very closely. Right. I mean, we're on it every every other day, having a discussion about where we're at. 
and we want to make sure that tea times are available and chairs at the pool are available sure. and everybody's enjoying their time. So unfortunately we only have one golf course and, and we can only do so mm -hmm. much, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, this is going to be something going forward, um, that, you know, the, as the golf industry, uh, evolves, like you said, um, you know, we're going to be at the front of that. All right, guys, last question. And really, I think we've, we've hit on a lot of this, but, but Chance, I want you to kind of rehash this a little bit. So, so let's act like I'm a potential member or somebody that's interested in, in Woodhaven. Um, there's obviously a ton of options in our area. What makes Woodhaven different and unique, in your opinion? We're the friendliest club in town. I mean, the minute you walk on the property, you can feel that. Um, you've been there, Teague. I mean, it, it's, oh, yeah. it's, You're right. it's unlike I, other places. You, it, it just is. It's mm -hmm. special. It's mm -hmm. The members are the best thing about Woodhaven, mm -hmm. and, and we've been able to develop a great, great team, and it's just a different feeling. You know, when I, when I started, uh, I really wasn't planning on being uh, in the family business, but uh, I was looking for something else to do. And my dad said, why don't you come on and, and help us out here for a little while and, and take your time and decide what you want to do. I was hooked right from the start, and um, it's, it's, it's been great. And, and I knew that we needed help at the time. And just being able to serve people and serve the community was something I fell in love with. And um, the atmosphere has just been uh, easy. It's, it's, you know, I wanted to make sure I could come to work every day and have fun. And all of our employees could have fun and not dread coming to work. Oh, yeah. And we were able to create that back then in the 90s. And uh, it's helped elevate us until now. Pretty awesome. Richard, anything you want to add there? No, it's just it's fun place. Yeah. You know, it's it's an adult playground, right? Right. And, um, you know, families, kids, uh, seniors. We have We have members that come back to us and say, I remember growing up here as right. a kid. You know, my grandparents were members here, and this place just brings me such joy. And that's the, you know, that's the key ingredient right there is, is they're having fun. They're enjoying being a member at the club, and the team is excited to be there and, and, and give them the best we can give them. I think that's a good place to stop. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening to the first ever Woodhaven Wired uh, the goal here is to launch a new episode the first of every month. So we're going to dive into all kinds of different fun topics along the way. Um, we're going to have a, a, a subset that if, if you would like to uh, have a, a particular topic that you want us to talk about, please reach out to one of the Woodhaven staff members, and we'd be happy to, to dive into that, that particular subject. But thank you again for listening to Woodhaven Wired.